Welcome to Big Game Hunger, a show where me and a guest craft the big next game every episode. We'll be taking three random ingredients and blending them together into one incredible game. I'm Jenna Stieber, and I crave content. And I'm joined by Janet Garcia. Janet, who are you and what do you have a hunger for? Hello. Wow, what an intro. Um, <laughs> I am a game critic and content creator, um, freelancer for short. And I run with Kind of Funny, MinMax, the Indie Council, and I do my own stuff over on my outlet, Penda Pixels. What do I have a craving for? Oh, man. You kind of killed it with content, honestly. <laughs> I have a craving for new, I guess. Ooh. I always joke, you know, from How I Met Your Mother, new is always better. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what's more exciting than my favorite game? The game that I haven't even heard of yet and haven't played yet. Oh, so you feel, do you feel like you're more enticed by new things rather than like familiar things? Yeah. Like I have, um, there's like the fun of the curiosity of it all, the unknown quantity, the will this be my next favorite thing? Will this be whatever or yeah i just like seeing i like i like to go out and explore okay. like the first little bit of a game like i've played a lot of the first few hours of a lot of games <laughs> not a lot of the rest of them but like i love to taste test that's fascinating wow that really i feel like that positions you so well for the work that you do like yeah. you found you really found your niche I I am such a sucker for like I often get that craving of like God I just want anything new I just want any new flavors but I feel like that's so evenly split between that and just wanting the same comfort blanket food as slash media <laughs> I went mm -hmm. very literal with the food but uh, so congrats on crushing it and knowing yourself and being in the right industry thanks yeah I don't know it's like it's a ch it's a chicken egg situation I think it's like. Would I be like this without this job? Honestly, uh. probably not. But I like doing this aspect of the job. Like I enjoy mm. checking out everything and getting to know stuff and like, I don't know, expanding my taste as a player is really exciting to me. Like that's why I keep, I'll go back over and over again to the same genre that like never clicks. And then every now and then it's like, hey, I found one of the games that I like. Like I'm a firm believer of there's a game in every genre that everyone can like. It just might be really hard to find that game. So then it might not be worth pursuing to you. But I think like in every single style, like there's a game that would click for someone. Oh, that's interesting. You know, I remember when Hades came out, there was a lot of discourse around it about people being like, I hate roguelikes, but I love mm -hmm. Hades. And it's just like, well, that's interesting because it's like, you don't hate roguelikes then. You just hate yes. every roguelike you've ever played. Except for Hades. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that makes sense because Hades is exceptional. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Excellent. Well, we're here to make something new. So I think that's a really good instinct. We're going to leverage your desire for something new to make an entirely new game. Because uh, yeah. I love games. And I love the game industry. But in a certain way, I do feel like... It, there's a kind of um, a rep repetition happening in the game industry right now where it feels like it, everything is is so trend-based in a way yeah. that it didn't used to be. I don't know if you feel that way. A little bit. And it's interesting because I'm always so curious about how things are trend-based, but then game development takes so long that the trends we're seeing are trends that were formed internally many years ago. Like, that's not always the case. Like, I'm sure there are, like 
you know, smaller projects that people are able to crank out where they're like, oh, I'm, you know, Vampire Survivors is a good example where mm. it's like all the survivors likes like, mm, I'm guessing some of those were kind of made <laughs> like after <laughs> they kind of played Vampire Survivors. But at the same time, it's like we had, um, God, what was it, 2021, I think, the year of the time loop game. And it's like, okay, yes. well, we all kind of just, the whole industry synced up and was like, I love time loops. <laughs> and that was like that whole year. So I get a kick out of that. Um, and yeah, that is interesting how things kind of end up going in waves. Like there's just different little things that pop up. And I'm, it's a weird mix of people reacting to things happening in the space and also like a weird brain sync like i don't know everyone played the same game like four years ago and then they like <laughs> they brought him to the same point four years later like i'm not really sure yeah sometimes it feels really purposeful like obviously the uh pubg and the battle oh, yeah. royale popped out that was such a like concentrated oh this is a new thing let everybody's gotta hop in and make their own pubg uh and their own Fortnite and whatnot so sometimes it feels like it's that it's like clearly so capital motivated uh in a way that is simply the way that media gets made these days just kind of a bummer but it is what it is and then other stuff it's like stardew valley came out like not a full decade ago but like close probably like seven or eight years ago and it feels like there is a lull after that where there wasn't not not every game was a farming sim yet and then right. there was some something happened and everyone was like no it is a farming sim now everything is a farming sim and i don't hate that that's not a complaint but it is it feels like there are a lot of indie games in the space that could be doing something different and new and unique but are just doing farming sims again yeah farming's definitely a big niche lane um which yeah the same same as you i don't hate that um it's kind of evolved into its own, I don't know, giant chunk of the industry. Kind of like how like there's MMORPGs, right? And it's like, I don't really dig into that a whole mm. lot because it's like, that's pretty outside my wheelhouse. And I feel like farming sims are MMORPGs for soft gamers, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I say as a fellow soft gamer, you know? It's like, that's, it's like we're in the weeds. We're talking about like the systems and like the quality of life and the push and pull between you, you got know, a min max repetition. return of crop yeah exactly like it, it's <laughs> it is funny because they're such i think they're looked at as such casual games because they can be and i think they do tend to appeal to a more casual audience like a self-labeled casual audience like a lot of people that will say oh i only play like this type of game they almost are like at arm's length from the term gamer which is like a whole thing to unpack like yeah. internally externally like why that is but it's so funny because there's such a casual like play but at the same time like when you really know it and you're talking to other people that really know it it's like as hardcore as anything else and <laughs> there's something kind of amusing about that and that's kind of the game industry in general where it's like something pretty for a lot of people a chill lighthearted hobby and then for like all of us it's like this is my whole life. And I have a little <laughs> notebook of like the notes I took on the notes that I read. And the it's, yeah, I, I really enjoy how uh, in-depth it gets. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really good read on it is that it is, it is fulfilling a similar sort of vibe where it's like, here's this kind of repetitive task-based th thing that you are doing over and over again that you get really good at by doing it over and over again. But it is just like the, the difference between the hardcore gamer versus the casual gamer I think that's a really good read on that. Uh, I'm going to check real quick. I don't 
I don't think I put farming sim under the types of gameplay. No, okay, it doesn't look like it. I was just like, are we cursing ourselves to roll? Probably. <laughs> to roll farming sim. No, we're good. Uh, although maybe I'll add that at, add it after this recording. Uh, in fact, let's take let's go to the ingredient list, which is the section of this podcast where we pick three ingredients, a premise, an adjective, and a type of gameplay. And I do that by rolling 3D20. So I'm gonna do that right now. And then we'll we'll see what comes up on the list. All right, I got a three, a seven, and a sixteen, which corresponds to a video game attached to a massive IP. Oh god. <laughs> Childish is our adjective, <laughs> so that might inform what kind mm. of massive IP we're pulling on. Uh, and the type of gameplay is <laughs> a WarioWare mini game collection. Ooh. Yes. Okay. I feel great about that. I What I want, I want Farming Sims to give way to WarioWare like mini game collections. That's what I want more than anything. Okay, so our, our prompts are video game attached to a massive IP, childish is our adjective, and our gameplay is WarioWare mini game collection. Okay. How do you feel about these prompts? I'm ready to go. No, You could have said anything, yeah. and I'm like, we're going to go with it because it's more fun that way. Like, I, I can know. choose a lot of things. I'm tired of choice. <laughs> I want to be told what to do. You know, I'm a freelancer, right? What's the assignment? Cool. And then I'm doing it. You that know? is kind of that is kind of the point of this podcast. <laughs> Here, let me tell you the thesis of my podcast before we actually get into the doing the actual podcast. And my thesis for this podcast is that I love doing creative work and I love brainstorming and just having I do the act of like yes. creative play. But that's really hard to just sit down and do with like a blank sheet of paper and be like, this is my my new thing. I love a small amount of incredibly arbitrary constraints. Yes. And that is the point of this. So, Janet, I love that you're into that as well. Uh, all right. It, did, did any massive IP come into your mind when you thought about a video game attached to a massive IP? Um, Disney, because maybe because I'm playing Kingdom Hearts for the first time. I don't know. And it's like okay. the first when I think massive IP and then especially with the childish part. I went straight to Disney. I guess before the childish part, I probably go straight to something long running. So I think superhero stuff, um, mm. horror stuff. Uh, unfortunately, I do think of the Fast and the Furious franchise because that's probably <laughs> one of the most <laughs> massive in my face IPs that I've gotten to be cursed by. I don't know. It's like there, right? I'm not participating anymore. I've long left. They're flying and oh. stuff. I don't know what's going on over there. But those are the ones that came to mind. What about you? I imagine something more refined than superhero car saw. <laughs> superhero car saw is a really good pitch, though. I mean, I I don't know if anything came up in my mind. Massive IP. Um, there's, I think Disney is a really good read, but it's almost too obvious. Um, and mm -hmm. when you said Fast and Furious, I was like, uh oh, is that is that the one? When what? When did you bounce off the Fast and the Furious franchise? I think I left really early because what was it mm. maybe i went to the third one i know i watched okay. the first one first one's awesome yeah i watched the second one tokyo drift i believe no too fast too furious was was that tokyo drift oh and i think tokyo drift came out second but i think it came yeah. out second but it is the the ordering is weird if i remember correctly i did it watch just... tokyo drift and i, I like tokyo drift um yeah. 
And I believe that was two. I don't know what three was. I think I might have watched three. Tokyo Drift was three. It was the third one that came out. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So I watched those three. um, Liked all of them. The third one, the Tokyo Drift, I think is a little... If you're in like the old school Fast and Furious, it's a little like, <laughs> mm, like it wasn't super beloved, but I enjoyed it at the time. I haven't watched them in a long time. So for all I know, I'm like, oh, this is actually, it, it turns out I didn't have good taste when I was 13. That that has been true before. <laughs> but I feel like it's probably still a pretty good time. And the first one I remember being really good. And then after that, it got it got a little, I think a lot of times things just keep going and they go for too long and then they, they become a caricature of itself and i think that's what happened with fast and the furious where it's like oh it was super cool obviously like kind of stunty and then it got really really off the rails um but continues to make money i guess so they're like sure and it was never that serious to begin with so they're like i mean this wasn't high cinema to begin i'm like i know but it was still a fun time it was better than it used to be what about you what was your fast history I never watched any of the movies until a few years ago. Yeah. And then I was like, "Uh uh-oh, I'm super into this. I love car movies, weirdly. (laughs) I hate cars. And so I think my love of car movies is um, because I just want to see cars destroyed as much as possible because I hate them uh, in practical. Now, when you say you hate cars, do you hate, like, that we live in a car society that has ruined walkable cities? Or do you hate, like... (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like if, like if you went to the auto, like, would you go to an auto show? Like, would that be fun to you? Or you're like, no, like, I don't care about, like, sitting inside a vehicle. You know what I mean? Like, because there's yeah. hate in, like, cars, like, the concept and cars, like, the room room part. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a, it's a fair point. I don't, I hate our, I hate our car-centric society for sure. I hate the fact that I have to have a car. Yeah. And I hate the way that most cars look every Mm. once in a while i'll do a deep dive in like vintage cars and you see sometimes you see one that's just so shapely or so iconic that it's just like yeah this is like a beautiful a beautiful art artifact that just strikes you in some way i feel that more often with like vespas or scooters or motorcycles Mm -hmm. than i do full cars because that maybe that bridges the gap um yeah but yeah, the Fast check and the Furious. Fiat, if you haven't, I haven't. I will check that out. Th- that's like my. Um, I guess you could say it's my favorite car currently. I don't. So I don't know how to drive. I also hate that we live in a car Whoa. society. I think that's you don't? BS. Okay. No, because I'm. It was like one of those. I kept kicking it down the road. And if you're listening to this and you're, I don't know, at any point in your life and you don't know how to drive, like just learn because you're just gonna keep aging and then you're just like <laughs> not getting around to it you know what I mean like I don't know yeah like I was like in high school we didn't have range aka like the part where you actually drive Whoa. like you gotta go somewhere else to take that like on the weekends and I'm like nah that's so much work especially because it's not like I grew up in a, a house or a world where I know some kids they're like oh I get a car when I'm like 16 or 18 yeah. you know even if it's like a beater car like I was never gonna be gifted a car so mm-hmm. there was no push to like get the license either you know and like i wasn't thirsty for a car either like my brother was like i'm gonna drive as soon as i can like i'm gonna my first like my brother's first check ever he bought a car like literally like he got his check and then he left to get his car um that wasn't me so then i kept putting it off but um i do have dreams though of learning to drive and letting go of the fear of death and when I <laughs> do that, I'm going to get behind my little Fiat, even though it's tiny. And my boyfriend's like, you're going to that that car, you're going to get like crushed like a soda can if anything yeah. happens. And I'm like, it's fine. Like, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> but the Fiat's very cute. And it has that Vespa-y energy. <laughs> yes. Lots of good electric offerings, too. I definitely want to go electric and live my dream of never having to pump gas in my entire mm. adult life, which is exciting. Gotta but move to Oregon. Anyway. They'll pump it for you. Mm. Yeah, or uh, Jersey, right? Yeah, or Jersey, yep. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it kind of sounds like between the two of us, we could do a Fast and the Furious. A child aimed for child. Because the Fast and Furious Mm. is not a children's franchise. No. But it's fun and bright and colorful and loud in a way that I think would appeal to children. Sure. Do we want to do that? Or we could do, we could definitely do a Disney. I mean, it's a Disney so already so childlike. It's hard to imagine what you could do to make it more childish. Right. Yeah. I think let's stick Fast and Furious. Okay. That feels right. I feel drawn to it, allured yeah. by the concept. Um, have I, I, Janet, have I shown you pictures of the Honda Moto Compactico? No. <laughs> okay. I'll send it to you after the show. It's what I'm obsessed with right now. It's the most insane scooter that Honda just is, is about to come out with. Oh, and it, yeah. it just looks like a briefcase. And you can actually fold the seat and the handle into it. Ooh. So it's just like this really flat, white, narrow box. And it's a scooter. And I am obsessed with it. I'll send you pics later. We can talk about it off after the show. See, what I like about this is because uh, we don't actually have to know a ton about Fast and Furious to, I think, make a WarioWare mini game collection because we just we can just fake some stuff about cars and stunts uh and not even fast and the furious cares all that much about physics either so i think we're off the hook for coming up with any of that stuff which i think yeah is good. the nice the one of the good things about fast and the furious is it's like if you can dream it you can do it the movie <laughs> series it's like they're just doing stuff like i'm pretty sure at one point they went to space or some nonsense yeah. like i don't know i i see small small internet clip outs like kind of funny is deep in the fast and furious family mm. lifestyle and like i don't partake but like i see them partaking doing god's work out there breaking down <laughs> 80 movies and ranking them i'm like that's some that's some capital c content right there yeah the content i crave exactly it's what you okay. it's what it's what uh ail, what heals what ails you you know yes as they say. And, and emptiness deep in my soul that can never be yeah. filled <laughs> I guess, like, I picture this being, like, cutified. I feel like that's the child angle. Like, okay. it just kind of has maybe a more cartoony, vibrant art style. Think, like, okay. Disney Illusion Island, but there's cars instead of Mickey Mouse. Are there, are there is the Cars franchise present in Disney Illusion Island? I don't think so. I think it's yeah, just, okay. like, Mickey and company. Like, I don't really know the name for the, like, when it's Mickey and it's Goofy and it's, like, I don't know if Donald's in there, but like that little that whole little squad that the like core, the core Kingdom click. Hearts core. Yeah. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts core is a really funny way of describing that. Let's use a different IP to describe the core the core group of Disney. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's how I'm learning about Final Fantasy. I'm like, oh, Yuffie, like from uh, that Coliseum battle. She was really good. Yeah. How is your how's your stream of Kingdom Hearts going? It's going great. It's um it's so funny because it's like I so clearly can see why everyone loves this franchise. Um, yeah. And I kind of really like the game, too, if I'm being honest. But there's every way you turn. It's like there's so many things that are not right. <laughs> and it doesn't <laughs> matter, though, because you love okay. Disney. And I don't even love Disney like that. Like, I'm not a Disney stan. But, you know, I lived in on Earth. So it's like, yeah, I know Lion King. <laughs> I know Little Mermaid and all right. that. And it's like there's a lot of charm. And the charm goes a long way. I think. 
we're also in that demographic where nostalgia is more than just like, you know, the N64 or the SNES or the NES. It's like that kind of early PlayStation art. It's like that those like jagged art pieces. I'm like, yeah, like there's something about that look that just is very comforting. So I'm enjoying it, but it is like a, it's it's a little bit of a mess and it's kind of stupid hard for some reason. Um in a for lot like of a spots, children's but presumably yes, a no. children's game. As a child, I don't know how I'm like the fact that y'all were doing this as kids, <laughs> I feel like shaped a lot of people for the worst, I think. I don't know. <laughs> it was so hard. I'm like, I would have given up as a kid. Like, there's no way I would have gotten through this. Maybe with my brother because he's six years older. But like, um. I'm almost 30 and I'm like, I need y'all to tell me where to go because I've been playing <laughs> games for years and I do not know what is going on here. You think a lot of toxic gamers got their toxic start with Kingdom Hearts? Yeah. Or like, not even toxic. I think just like weighed down. Like, there's a lot of, like, like you've gained a baggage that other people didn't have to do, <laughs> a you know, stain in their and now soul. you're like, why are there, yeah, like, maybe it turned into, like, why is there yellow tape on the Resident Evil boxes? Like, I'm sure some of those people <laughs> did grow up on Kingdom Hearts, but I don't think all, I don't think all, but I just think there's a little bit of overlap in that. Like, why should you know where to go? No one told me where to go. <laughs> it's really funny. What a funny assessment of Kingdom Hearts fandom. And it's a it's a long term of devastating effect long term effects. Yeah, that video essay is waiting to drop. I'm sure someone's <laughs> working on it. All right, so I love I love the childish angle. I love the idea of it's like chibi, Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm wondering, like, does the war the WarioWare games don't have like a frame story, right? Where it's like Wario is like making you do these little games. Does it? I don't think so. Okay. Like, what's your WarioWare history? Like, I I only actually played the semi-most recent one. There was one on Switch, like, last year. Like, oh. And then they're coming out with another one or just came out with another one. And that's the yeah. only one I had played. Okay. Um, I played the one that had um, different characters, like, mo- that you, like, control. But yes. traditional WarioWare doesn't have any characters, like, inside of the minigames. It's just, like, you're doing things and you just sense it out. Almost yeah. like if if Minute was a minigame like energy yes. obviously wire work here before that but yeah um i definitely think we'd need we need one i don't know if it's too like literal because i feel like we should have some fun with the cars like it shouldn't just be like them driving around but i do think we need one that's that scene where they like jump through like there's like the train car with like the little yes. what do you call with those the boxes open, like the bo- box yes. cars yes yeah the box cars and where the car goes through the opening of the box car we need like one mini game that maybe is you tapping car like tapping the screen as cars fly through yes open box cars and you like score points or something I, i'm not really sure how it would go because there's warrior is not really a points based mini game thing it's kind of like a you did it or you, you didn't do it but don't. like we need a box car situation yes. i like that where maybe it's like the color of the box car is the person who needs to send it through yeah or it's it is just like because a lot of the WarioWare games have funny little joke twists, which are, is always so delightful. I don't know if our Fast and Furious variant needs to have that because it is a more serious, respectable franchise. I said that, and then I immediately wanted to backtrack on it because it's so goofy at the end. Also, it's all about family. Is yes. like it's kind of, it's kind of like Olive Garden in that way. <laughs> it's exactly um, like Olive Garden in that way. So we need something that has to do with family in there for sure. Yeah, at least well, like one family gimmick. Could we? We could do something. We could ha- introduce RPG elements into this by making it like everybody you play as a chibified 
character from the Fast and Furious family. That could be a thing we do, or maybe just the the baby Dom <laughs> uh, could could just like show up in the games. There are definitely some I options. I think it depends there. on if we um if we want to do like the character route. So I think it was WarioWare Get It Together that was the most recent ish. What one of the most recent? I think that's the one I played where they were little characters. So if we wanted to have the characters in there, that could be the way to get them in there because that's yeah. kind of how that game's structured, where they have like different abilities or whatever okay so i mean well the question is how do we want to introduce rpg elements in our fast and furious warioware game sure i mean i think to a degree at least like we could add a layer of because in these games it's kind of like you're just playing for fun there's not really like an end necessarily well i guess like some of them they, they find ways to create structure within that so if we wanted to we could lean into the rpg aspect by maybe having like I don't know, some type of like skill tree unlock or like even just a um almost like um a vampire survivors slash survivors like element where you're unlocking like achievements that you're not like privy to until you unlock them. I I like that idea. I like the idea because that is like that is like a legit structure of these movies, which is that they unlock they unlock additions to the family as the as the movies go on, usually in the mm. form of villains. One of my favorite parts about the overarching franchise that happened kind of later after you fell off is that they will meet and battle a worthy opponent in car jousting, metaphorical car jousting. Mm-hmm. And then that villain will be like, well, you got me, but y'all are so good at what you do and you're all so charming and you're a family. So I would like to be a part of this. And then in the next movie, they're just a part of the family. And so like that happens over and over again where Mm. somebody starts off as a villain and then becomes part of the family. So I love the idea of a vampire survivor element where it's like there will be not not like a full-blown like boss battle, but maybe a character will appear in some of these warrior wear elements to throw everyone off and then later you can unlock them and they will have very, very minor. I don't want to I don't want this to be too blown out of proportion, but very minor RPG elements. I like that. I think that would be fun. I think it's a good way to tie it all together. Great. Um, also, card jousting. That should be one of the yes. mini games. <laughs> Absolutely, card jousting should be a mini game. That is a, something, again, I would love to do in real life. But probably, like with probably, two, car, like two I actual would, cards? I would love to actually just joust in real life. Have um, you been to a monster truck show? Because it sounds like it's something that you would like. I haven't, but I am. I'm thinking about it now. It might that might be something I'm really into. I actually did think of you earlier today because I went on a run and I was saw some signs. I'm really short. I'm five feet tall. For those listening who don't know that I'm short. <laughs> and I thought about like tap the, where you jump and tap the signs. This is like deep cut from like min-max episode <laughs> lore where you mentioned like, yeah, do you not jump to like hit a sign or a tree branch? And Jacob yeah. Geller says, no, you have middle school sensibilities. And I totally agree <laughs> with you having those sensibilities because I have the same ones where it's like, I'm sorry, did we stop having fun at a certain age? Like, if you haven't tried to jump to hit something in a while, give it a go and tell me that you're not having a good time. I remember this discussion because we were talking about jumping and and whether more people have jumped in real life through all time or jumped in video games. Yeah. Part of my return to the Midwest after living on the coasts of America is that, like, I'm reconnecting to my dirtbag roots and so, <laughs> and so, like, I'm just like, I keep seeing people wearing like the snapback camo baseball caps and being like, 
maybe I should get one. Maybe I should lean into this. Beer koozies. I, I use beer koozies now, which I never did on the nice. coasts. Uh, it's stuff like this, which is like, it feels like it's part of my part of my cultural heritage as somebody from the Midwest. Uh, so I should go to I should go to a monster truck rally. I don't know how to find those. I guess just on the internet. I guess I should just get a monster truck. It's also like a very Midwest thing where I feel like whenever I've heard about it, it'd be like on the radio. It's someone who talks like this <laughs> this weekend, at, you know, someplace in Illinois. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yes, yes, yes. Well, it depends on how far we want to go with like inspo versus direct reference because we mm. could do a monster truck crushing thing. But I don't know if that ever happened is the only thing. So I don't know if we care about the integrity of the the narrative through line of this 22 movie franchise. <laughs> I, you know, it's a good question. I They don't really ever use monster trucks, which in hindsight feels like a big oversight. They, I think they're more into like the, I don't know a better word to use here, but more erotic cars, like really sleek old school like muscle cars the kind that i do look at and i'm like okay that's what a car should be but i feel like they're less into uh big burly like there's not a lot of like hemi trucks or diesel engines uh or like flatbed trucks even like this is not a trucker it's not a trucker culture right series it's an american muscle yeah series yeah it's a cadillac it's it's that style of old school. So I'll, I'll remove that from my potential mini game list, but I think ca- car jousting is really, that's really got it. Something with drag racing, maybe? That's so traditional, though. Yeah. It's like, I feel like we can have more fun than that. But this is, again, I know like the, like, back when the cars were on the ground, <laughs> the level of Fast and Furious. <laughs> the era, yeah, the ground, the terrestrial car era of Fast and yeah. Furious, which we are no longer in. Yeah. Oh, you know what would be fun for the boxcar mini game? Because there is, there is in one of the later ones, uh, this is the one you've probably seen a clip of, where they do drive, if I'm remembering correctly, they they launch a car through a helicopter. Yeah, is yes. that right? I'm saying that There's to like myself, something with I'm like, like flying or something. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I have like the, I'm slowly pulling up the trailers like on the other window and <laughs> I'm looking at the Fast 10 trailer and I'm like, wow, there is not a lot of cars in this Fast 10 trailer, which is weird. <laughs> they got to save There's a lot of it. like pseudo mystery like at one point someone's at like a big board like that classic board that every like i don't know heisty movie has with like eight screens yes yeah um where they have all their heist details there's, yeah there's some there, there's some flight aspects yes. to fast and furious that i think we could pull on i don't know what the game would be for that but well here's my pitch i think the boxcar mini game one it should be like this is the twist the warrior wear joke twist is that it's a boxcar a boxcar a boxcar and then a helicopter on like an an open flat shipping line in the boxcar and so it is going to swap you out and you're gonna have to go through the helicopter but it's going to be harder because it's going to be smaller this is this is that was a a real minutiae moment (laughs) (laughs) for big game hunger but it just struck me that that would be fun just from like again vaguely looking at this fast 10 trailer at one point i don't even know how to describe this there is i don't know a giant a giant orb i don't really know what it is rolling down like a hill like kind of like a i think it's i think they're in europe i think it's like france or something but it's got like that sf steepness hill and there's a bunch of fire and they're like driving beyond it so i think a mini game in the style of the only part of that sonic the hedgehog game from the gamecube that anyone remembers (laughs) where you're like skating down 
I think there could be like a skate downhill run away from giant fiery item. Okay. Aspect. Okay, I love that. Uh, there's a really good one of my favorite sequences because it's it's one of the sequences that's like right over the line of being like this is the physics of this are whack but it's still pretty fun is there's a sequence where they're hauling a massive like bank vault like huge like room-sized bank vault and with like three cars and it's just like you're looking at it and it's like no none of this none of what is happening is right but i think it would be fun to do a mini game where you're like one car with a giant vault and you are using that you're trying to drift that vault into like mailboxes <laughs> or like other cars mm. to knock them out and it's like a destruction kind of run where you're just trying to destroy things with this massive vault. Like a reverse Paperboy, almost. Yes, yes, Which also, exactly. have you played Paperboy? No. Because that game is hard as ha- Oh my god, you have to. <laughs> like, at least the arcade version, it was insanely... Go to an arcade, find Paperboy, <laughs> and tell me that's not the hardest game you've ever played. <laughs> okay, I'm going to. I'll look, I'll find it, I'll track it down. There's gotta be, there's probably like a database of where you can find different games in the world. I hope I'll look so. it up. There should be if there's not. If there's not, that's another free idea coming to you hot from Big Game Hunger of things that you could be doing with your time. Content you could be making for me to consume. There's um an aspect of dropping cars also out of helicopter. Like you mentioned the yes. the helicopter like flying through or whatever, but there's also like there's a scene in the Fast 10 trailer where they like <laughs> drop a car out of a helicopter onto the road. And then I think it's then attacked by like other helicopters. <laughs> but that, part, that part's not as relevant. There's also hand to hand combat sometimes yeah. in these fast movies at this point. So I don't know <laughs> yeah. if there's anything to do there or what but uh yes there should be some mild hand-to-hand minigame combat i guess here's a question like the warrior where games are some of them are verses and some of them are solo is that right am i remembering right like some um, of them you are just trying to win the individual game and then you pass the game off right i think it, i don't know if all of them were multiplayer is the only okay. is the thing because i only play i really only played get it together um which people say is like kind of one of the weaker ones of like wow. the why we're hitting. So I'm not sure if they always have that aspect to them. Okay. Well, that's fine then. We don't have to touch on that. I mean, if it, if it, this is a, a childish, a children's chibi, childish Fast and the Furious, so there should be cooperative elements and there should be competitive elements. There should be a, a multiplayer mode. Uh, I think that's only fair because I think the, the pitch that we would sell this game on is that like it's about family. So it's about yep. playing with your family. Exactly. It's about getting together. It's going to be like all of those Switch commercials where there's people at like a baseball rink and some people are playing baseball <laughs> and some people are playing Switch. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's going to be one of those. 100%. Yes. People will be at the movie theater in line to get into mm. the next Fast and the Furious game and there's there's going to be this this game is going to be there for them like their family is exactly yeah you brought you brought it all uh-huh. together I was worried how you'd swing it back around <laughs> oh man the uh, the dichotomy of having both best wireware minigames and best scenes in Fast and Furious hold into this <laughs> YouTube browser <laughs> is wild um I guess are there favorite minigames you have in general because I think a lot of war where it's the quick hit fun of just whatever task it is. So like, yes. is there, maybe we could work backwards from the mini games. Like, are there mini games <laughs> that you tend to enjoy or a style of mini game that you enjoy? I mean, the ones that really stick out in my mind from WarioWare are the ones that are just like, 
so shocking that they're just like shocking and they're like nothing you've ever seen in another video game. And the one that immediately came to mind is the one I, I believe you have to pick nose hairs out of a giant mm-hmm. nose. And I love I, what I love about the WarioWare games is that they're such a masterclass in telling you without telling you what to do or like telling you, but in only the most limited terms, what you need to do. So it'll be like, here's a big nose and it'll be like, pick the hairs. And then it's just like, oh, okay. Click, 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 click. And it's just like, it's so all about action in a way that I think really uh, appeals to Fast and Furious as a franchise, (laughs) where it's just like, don't think, just do, Um, just follow your instincts and and play like there's such an essential quality of play and experimentation to the to the the franchise that I really love the WarioWare franchise specifically. Yeah. So I think like I like that aspect of it. Um, I don't think I would want to pick Dom Toretto's nose hairs, but if, <laughs> if that not. appeared, I wouldn't be super angry. Maybe there's a mini game where we shave chibi dom toretto's head yes i think that's exactly where you that's the sweet spot that you want to be at for sure yes there should be a mini game where you play it's a it's a it only comes up if there's one person playing as dom and one person playing as the rocks character whom whom i forget the names of it is either he's either a hob or a shaw oh yeah <laughs> from Hobbs never... and shaw how could you forget? <laughs> yeah he's he's either that, Hobbs that or shaw. i remember <laughs> I, but I can never remember which, so it doesn't matter. It, it's it, it. This mini game comes up when you're playing The Rock and Dom, and the only way for you to win is to it's a hand to hand combat one, but you have to draw because they both have in their contracts mm. that they can't lose. It's something like that. The, don't quote me on that, but there is something in both of their contracts where they're like they're not supposed to be able to lose battles in these movies, mm. which is bonkers. But I think we can be a little meta with with the Warrior War games, and there should be one where it only comes up when you're playing these two characters and you the only way to win is to draw nice yeah that's i like that i like the additional layer of lore (laughs) um of meta franchise lore yes yeah only the most um you know culture children will understand (laughs) the lore behind it um i think too there could be like something with car customization, but mm. if you want to like warrior wearify it, again, I'm just kind of glancing at like random mini games that I've seen pop up. They have one where it's like in this one, it's like you're dressing Wario and you kind of go left and right, kind of almost like in the style of um, like the game Yoshi's Cookies, where it's like you yes. grab like items. Yeah. So it could be that, but with the car, like different car parts will fall mm. and you have to like maybe grab like the right parts or something there could be a, a challenge of like additional parts that you like don't need or something like like too many wheels and then you end up with this monstrosity car to or similarly to because when I, my mini game history i have some warware but mostly just like pokemon stadium or like mm. who could forget pulling mario's face in like <laughs> yes. mario 64 uh, yes yeah or like matchup stuff so i think like playing with car customization through either falling pieces or lining up matchup kind of mini games would be fun. I like that cuz that's a structure that you could replicate many times. Like that that's a good way of having a mini game structure that you can repeat a bunch of times with different like content. So it's like here's yeah. another car customization uh uh game but you have to do whatever brian's car is i'm certain he has a specific car that he does in most because dom has a really specific car that he uses in most of the the movies so it could be like there could be ones where you have to try to put together 
the exact car. And that is like a testier insider Fast and Furious knowledge. But then there can be ones where it's just like make the coolest car or <laughs> make make the most colorful car or something like that. That would be fun. And that could also be part of the um, RPG aspect, kind of like a kind of like a Mario Kart style, where like you you start by like figuring out do you want right. to do the motorcycle, what kind of parachute do you want? I know. Also, I feel like I've been unlocking items in Mario Kart for the last like thirty years because I've been playing this game for how many hours, and why am I still unlocking pieces? Like, are all the pieces not unlocked yet? Like, I don't understand. How I much- think they're just cycling through them and just re just giving me things and i'm like i probably unlocked this already you think they're relocking like they're putting stuff back in the disney (laughs) vault for you to unlock later to give you that feeling i have to imagine because it's like and i'm not playing like every you know every day or anything but i sat there and i i like played for like the whole day to unlock all the tracks like on the wii u then i got maybe it's because i keep buying the game on different platforms or something but like every 10 seconds they're like you have a new wheel and i'm like how do how are there still more wheels is there, a the chance, is there a chance that you have to unlock the same wheel four times because uh, the things need four <laughs> wheels? Size? Yeah, you, you unlock to the front left wheel. Congrats. Can you imagine? Uh, who knows what they're doing over there? So I have to yeah. assume that there's some type of foul play. <laughs> wow. What's slander against Nintendo? Um, should this, should our game have <laughs> Should our game have microtransactions? Oh my god! It reminds me when I was looking at the um, deluxe edition of Lies of P because they give you like two more outfits, but it's like ten dollars, and I'm like, the outfits aren't even that good. And then I was looking at the Steam reviews of it, or like mixed, and I'm guessing some people were like, the hat just isn't hatting enough for ten dollars. Like I don't know. Like it's one of those things where it's like, I guess it's fair to review that because it is a product, but it is a funny thing because it's like I don't know. You either think this hat and this coat is worth $10 or you don't. And I guess most people don't to their defense, which like, so did I. Because I was like, okay, I'm not going to drop any money on this because it's just not worth it. It's also like almost a little embarrassing. Like I paid $10 for this. Like, oh, (laughs) let me just not. I don't want people to know that I'm this dumb. I mean, it's funny you say that because one of the outfits I think that you get from the special edition is like a little like a like a Venetian fool puppet outfit. So there is something really funny about being like, yeah, I laid $10 down to look like an idiot clown puppet. (laughs) I know. I kind of wanted to do that, though, you know, but it just wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't enough. I was like, uh, this is it just doesn't look one of them is like the puppet. The first boss, basically, like as an oh, outfit, the like parade or something. Oh. Yeah, the parade. They, they're the parade master's like head, but it's like I don't know about this, y'all. Like you almost got me, but this is not quite <sighs> enough for me. I don't think. Yeah, um, I mean, I do. I do love the little sailor boy outfit, and if me they, too. If they put outfits that were better than that on sale, yes, exactly. I'd be really because I was ready. I was yeah. like, I was like, what do I? I'm like, I'm liking the game. I got the code for it anyway. It's not like I bought the game to begin with. I'm like, well, what do you got? I'm like, it's not quite enough. It's yeah. not quite enough. No. I think um for mini game stuff, maybe like a oh god, there's so much happening. I'm like looking at the top ten car scenes, <laughs> and a lot happens. Um, it looks like there's something with like grabbing each other's hand like across yes. the like vehicles, which that's a very classically yeah. like if you have an action movie that involves. A vehicle you're probably like passing passengers at some point yeah that's um, why they call them passengers because you're passing them so much yeah yeah that's that's exactly why no other reason <laughs> nope that's it uh yeah there should definitely be there's got to be like 
a reflex skill games. That has yeah. to be a major component of this. Not exclusive, because you want to mix it up. Yeah. You want everyone to be able to play and have fun. So we could have an accessibility option where you get rid of any any of the like high intensity reflex ones. But sure. having one where you do have to like, oh, it would be great to have one where you're like the driver and you have to like stretch your arm out super insanely long to reach somebody in another car because like the body physics of that when it happens in in the movies are always like no first first of all momentum is a thing that you are just refusing to acknowledge but I also know. like ha- cr- crossing your entire body across the length of your car to the opposite window and through it enough to catch somebody is like body warping so that would be fun to have a fun a fun stretchy uh mini game where you got to reach out and touch letty as that fame <laughs> as that famous 80s songs go something with um like getting stuff off of a windshield like a windshield wiper yes. mini game kind of like a, almost like a fly swatter style game would yes. be good in that that wireware chaos vein i wonder if there's something more like not grosser because i don't want to go full-on gross i like this sh- but like yeah. I'm, i think we need to get more off the wall i feel like we're too safe okay, okay. you know what i mean yeah uh it's like, okay, so you want something, you want, do you, you, but you don't want something grosser. It could be gross, but I want, mm. I want, like, I'm looking at, like, these Wireware minigames, and they have, like, some really funky stuff, like aerobics and, like, a, a door <laughs> opening, and then someone goes to use the bathroom ins- inside the door. Like, something, like, there needs to be something. Surreal. Yes. I want more, mm-hmm. almost like something we couldn't even think of. Like, think of the unthinkable. <laughs> Janet, Janet, you're, you're, you're gonna have that on my desk by the end of the day. <laughs> oh. All right, we just gotta think about the unthinkable. Totally, I know it's it's giving the like, how do we go viral? <laughs> you know, can you make can you make us a clip that will go viral? Thank you. Oh no, yeah. Uh, I mean, the, I think I think the way to do that is to combine. Stuff that happens in the movies, because a lot of it is already, like, borderline unreal, and then add something to make it a little bit surreal. I All I can think of is there's a really bizarre sequence in, like, I think the fifth or sixth movie where they're, like, trying to get on a plane, and they get on the plane. It's a, ta- a plane that's taxiing on the runway before takeoff, but the plane is taxiing for, like, 20 to 30 minutes in the movie and i think there should be there could be something there where uh you're trying to get on it but then like cows and aliens and i like that uh, I, I was literally <laughs> gonna go to aliens so i'm so glad you're there yes, yes uh aliens feels like such a, a classic surreal nintendo pool yeah. Uh, and then it's stuff like that, and it's like the Statue of Liberty, giant yarn balls, and you're just trying to dodge all this stuff as it comes at you. Yeah. Uh, so things like that. That was my best pitch for a thing that I couldn't think that I could think. <laughs> yeah, the unthinkable, but you have to think it with your mind. Um, yeah, I like that. I like the aliens thing. I was also going to go to an aliens thing of like you launch into space and then you're like doing these alien mini games. Um I feel like they have some. What platform is it? Well, we picture this on Switch, right? Is there anything self-referential almost? Because hmm. I'm seeing like in I don't know which war. I'm assuming it's a WarioWare for the Wii, but like I see Wario pick up the Wiimote and like run with it. Like, is there something? <laughs> is there something oh, like the Switch? Also, is there something appears. like yeah, or like something with the dumb? Was it? To HD Rumble, which like that's a scam <laughs> term right there, but like we get what they mean, so it's all that really matters. Like, could. 
What is the counting ice cubes of Fast and the Furious? Uh, yeah, it's a good question. I, it's tricky because like Nintendo Switch and Nintendo WarioWare, it is already kind of self-referential because they exist in the same universe because it's all Nintendo products, whereas Fast and the Furious is not a Nintendo product yet. So it's sort of off in its own its own universe. So I don't know how to make that meta other than obviously every time you see one of the characters, you will be able to see the switch in their back pocket uh, or sticking out of their purse or um, in their like the little dashboard uh, cubby that, that everybody has. So the I think that the, the switch will be everywhere. And maybe there's a moment where uh, they're on like a really long road trip. And in in the game, you see like Letty pull out her switch from under her her uh, under the passenger seat and start to play and then you enter that switch game and now you're playing a switch game in a switch game mm, i do like that <laughs> i love a game within a game i also love a game within a game i'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna add that to the spreadsheet actually game within a game uh here's another here's another pitch i have i think the structure of this WarioWare game should mirror the structure of the Fast and Furious franchise, which you were sort of getting at when you mentioned Aliens. I think the minigames should start out really Fast and Furious referential, Mm. really specific, and then start to get more weird and surreal. And then there should be a certain point after they've obviously gone to space where they're just in space now and this is just an alien game. And it's it's yes. all surreal, and all of the Fast and Furious characters are still there, but you just never return to Earth. I think that makes a lot of sense. And that's for children with long attention spans who play the game for, like, 30 hours. And then in 20 years later, people are like, what are you talking about? They go to Aliens in the Fast and the Furious WarioWare game. They never go, they never exactly. go to space. They don't, they don't fight aliens. What are you saying? That'll be fun. Janet. Yes. I think we should name this. Let's see. Um, yeah, this is well, the hardest part. It's interesting because it's like, obviously, like, this is a WarioWare styled game, but like, it is uh, legally distinct WarioWare style. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, oh. So it's like, okay. Because I'm trying to think of their naming conventions, but then also without leaning too heavily into mm-hmm. their history because it's like, it's not like it's a WarioWare game. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Oh, there's also, uh, I wish my Switch wasn't so far away. I'm going to pick it up, so I'm going to take my headphones off for a second. Because there's a game that's like WarioWare that I have on Switch. And And I wonder what that game is called. I do, it's not like a US game, so it might have like a name that I can't read anyway. (laughs) But I remember playing it and being like, this is WarioWare. Um, it could also be maybe in the leaning into the names of like the franchise, which like usually just goes mm. numerical, but like Too Fast, Too Furious is kind of their like number name integration nod. So could there be yes. like a, I don't know, like a ga- Game <laughs> Fast, Game Furiously or something? <laughs> like, Ooh, okay. That's a great starting point. Game Fast, Game Furiously. <laughs> game fast, game furious, maybe. Uh, I mean, are the is this kind of is the generic term for a WarioWare like a mini game collection? I is think that, so. Okay, I'm just trying to think of like what the gen, what the tissue versus Kleenex distinction is. Ooh, I found the name of the game I was referring to. So this is Ooh, yes. oh, gosh, Kukuyomi colon considerate, and it's spelled K U U K I Y O M I. I don't know if that is like a word that means something. Like I never Googled like, what, why is it called this? But it is basically wireware, but like with being polite. 
So like all the mini games are based on like you should play it actually, and it's very cheap on the eShop. It's like a couple bucks max, oh. um, and they have a couple different ones. I only have played Considerate, but it's it is a game where you have little mini games and you're trying to do what is most polite, but it's also like culturally based politeness. So there are a few okay. things that like don't make sense like in American culture, like which side of the elevator you stand on, like mm. because we don't really have that like organized yet. <laughs> like we yeah. haven't figured out <laughs> that's not how we stand. Yeah. But they have stuff like you're you're a guy and a girl again, like kind of you know, traditional. It's like you're a guy and a girl, and like the girl stands like on the inside of the sidewalk because I guess you can get hit okay. by a car. I don't know. My boyfriend does yeah. the same thing, but it's like or people need to sit down on the train, so you like stand up to like let them sit down. It's like stuff like that. So okay. it's really cute in that it's very wholesome because it's like what's the nicest thing and like and then you're trying to be like the most considerate as quickly as you can be. Ah, I love that. God, I love that. Okay, I'm going to play this later. What Here's what I like about the naming convention that that has, is it has, like, this opening word concept, Kukiyomi, and then it has, like, the very WarioWare-like afterphrase that's, like, consider it, which is, like, leading towards the politeness. So I think I think we should structure the name of this game the way that this, this and also the WarioWare games are, which is, like, WarioWare, move it. WarioWare, get it together. Kukiyomi, yeah. consider it. Uh, so, so and Fast I, and Furious, yes, something Fast and Furious, yes. It has to ha- it has to open with Fast and Furious because that's just that that is Fast that's and Furious, the franchise. Room, room. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> zoom, um, zoom, zoom. I guess what do we think? Because like why we're get together? I believe it was called Get It Together because like you are together because it's like a multiplayer was one of its mm. leading things. So I guess what do we feel like is the leading thing? Of the Fast and Furious mini games, I feel like we are leaning heavy into lore, but lore is like that's too much. You know what I mean? Like that word's yeah. very well, academic. <laughs> yeah. Let let me pitch Fast and Furious Family Game Night. Oh, I like that. Something like family that. based, maybe. Yeah. I think family family should be in it because that is like the branding, right? Yeah. That they're gonna that this family is family fun. This is where, ooh, I like family fun. Fast and Furious Family Fun F four. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's I really think that's, good. I think that's pretty good. F- I don't know if there's F- a way, F- if there's another family something. Because I like, Game Night is good. Family Game Night is good, but it is a little long. Yeah. But, so I'm like, I was, with fun, I was like, what is a, how can I make Game Night into like one word? Like the concept of that family Game Night. Mm. But, I think but retain the family, because I like the family a lot. Fast and Furious family... Uh, the only other word that comes to mind is like family meeting because that is like a phrase, but that's not a fun. <laughs> that's so horrid. <laughs> yeah, that's I not never great. Want, I'm like I, I would never agree sight unseen to a family meeting. I'm like you have to tell me what is going on. I'm, I'm big on like needing to know what yeah. the content generally is. Yes, like don't start a sentence to me if I can interpret it like someone's dead. Like you have to, <laughs> you have to let me know no one's dead first. Yeah, family meeting. It, it family the phrase family meeting is like when you get a DM from your boss on Slack and it's like, "Hey, yes. do you have 10 minutes to meet and talk?" and it's like, mm-hmm. "This is the last time you'll ever speak to me." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's exactly the vibe. I like no. family fun. I don't know. I mean, you could do family fun night, but that is that's the same issue, right? Where you're extending. I kind of like family fun night though because it adds yeah. like a layer like there is a bit of like a word salad situation with like why we're get together kukiyomo consider it like it's a little clunky and i feel like family night almost adds a layer of friction that might be needed because fast okay. and furious family fun is a little it's almost too smooth 
Like, I think the ridges of family night, it's like adds like an oddness to it. <laughs> yes. It's a little bit more memorable, I think, is, yes. is kind of getting at what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Okay. Fast and Furious family fun night. <laughs> I really like that. I wish this I, game was real, but I'm not going to make it either, so sorry. Well, then that that is the other thesis of Big Game Hunger, where at the end of it, you've made a game that you desperately wish to play uh, and can only hope that somebody out there will will take the reins of and then give us a small percentage Unity style of the, the final product. Hell yeah. <laughs> Half of a cent after the Fast and the Furious people get their money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess we don't own the rights to any of this. <laughs> That's fine. That's what Big Game Hunger is about. Uh, hey, Janet, do you have anything to plug? Uh, sure. Uh, you can follow me on all social media platforms, including the ones that don't exist yet, but will exist at the time that you hear this episode. <laughs> At Gameonysis, that's game O-N-Y-S-U-S. Um, and that's literally everything. So my YouTube, my Twitch is also Gameonysis. I stream, um, I do the whole nine. Uh, I upload VODs late <laughs> to YouTube. Uh, like any streamer, you know, it's the whole, it's the whole uh, shebang. So yeah, that's where you can keep up with my work. I love that you are future-proofing your plugs mm-hmm. by just by staking your claim out early. Exactly. Twitter, Not Blue Sky, Flim Flam, everywhere. Um, <laughs> Uh, I can't wait till my sequel show to Big Game Hunger, where we come up with a new social media platform. Oh every my gosh! Week. <laughs> um, yeah, you should definitely check out Janet's uh, Kingdom Hearts stream and all of her streams in particular because they are just a really good time. Uh, and if you've never played Kingdom Hearts like I did, it's a fun way of learning anything about the games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Janet, what's one word, adjective, gameplay type, premise, whatever that you would like to add to the ingredient list? Okay, I want to go with boofy. For my adjective <laughs> is that b o o f y yes yes ma'am okay. i love that oh that's just like a little landmine that you added to this list of like <laughs> this added layer of trying to understand <laughs> what you could mean by that mm-hmm. god i love that janet incredible incredible work on this entire Thank you. episode um, thank you for joining me, Janet, and thank you, audience, for listening to Big Game Hunger. Don't forget to wishlist uh, Fast and the Furious Family Fun Night on Steam, a, sh- a game that is certain to come out release date TBD. <laughs> Bye!